0: Hey guys, it is Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Looking for a gift for your loved one for Valentine's Day? Well, might I suggest something from Leon Taylor? Maybe a nice jacket, nice coat, you know, a pair of pants, slacks, or perhaps maybe even a Leon Taylor gift certificate. That's right. That way they can go and get exactly what they want, and it'll fit just perfectly. So whether something ready-made or custom-made or tailor-made, you can get over to Leon Taylor. What better way to show that you love your loved one than to get them something over at Leon Taylor? So swing on by and tell them Abdul sent you. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware and in downtown Indianapolis. Well, Indigo seems to be all the talk over at the Indiana General Assembly these days. And so join us to talk about uh, the blue line and bus lanes and bus wrapper trends and all the other fun stuff is interim Indigo director Jennifer Pierce. So, Jennifer, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to chat with you. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, So first of all, let me start by asking the main question. How's Indigo doing these days?
1: Oh, doing great. We have lots of wonderful projects going on, and we're excited about the future.
0: All righty, uh, so let's, uh, let's jump to the meat of our conversation. Uh, let's talk about uh, the Blue Line. Uh, Republican State Senator Aaron Freeman uh, has basically put in legislation to eliminate the, the bus rapid transit lines, the dedicated bus lanes uh, on the Blue Line. Uh, what, what was Indigo's reaction uh, to that legislation, first and foremost?
1: Um, I would say we are, you know, disappointed that we are facing the conversation again, but we're absolutely ready to answer whatever questions uh, the senator has and bring the blue line forward. Hopefully this year, we're super close to being under construction. We're expecting a grant here later this month, announcement that the grant is ready for us. And so we're really hopeful that that we'll be able to, to continue in that vein.
0: Now, I know one of the things uh, that Senator Freeman has said, he's not against uh, Indigo having the blue line. He's he's sort of opposed to dedicated bus lines, opposed to shared bus lines. What is the difference between the two?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So dedicated bus lanes are super important for us in order to be able to provide rapid transit service. Um, we are... Through dedicated lanes, we're able to stay on a reliable schedule. We're able to get to stations when people expect us. We don't have the congestion that comes with vehicles, which actually makes it safer both for us and for the vehicles. Um, And it provides the rapid service that we've promised throughout all of the work that we've been doing. Um, The Marion County Transit Plan called for the three BRT lines. This, of course, is our final line. Um, And these three rapid transit lines are gonna work together to make the whole system really what we promised. Uh, Uh, The dedicated lanes are also a huge um, portion of what it takes to build the infrastructure that comes along with our BRT lines. So, in the dedicated lanes are the reason that we are doing so much drainage improvements, separating sewers. We've got like seven and a half miles of sewer separation that we're doing, sidewalks, curb ramps, the whole bit. Um, and without those dedicated lanes, we will not get federal funding to make. The vast majority of those improvements. Uh, so it's really important to us that that we're able to provide that service that we promised.
0: Uh, Jennifer, uh, explain to you all that, that, sort of, that, that sort of traffic safety uh, uh, part of the blue line and those dedicated lanes.
1: Yeah, so it's interesting. We actually have a study hot off the presses. Um, a consultant has looked at how the dedicated lanes impacted. Meridian Street and College Avenue, where they were put in place for the red line. And we have sort of noticed this anecdotally, those of us that live along the corridor, have traveled along the corridor, um, but now we have the data to show it. Crashes along College Avenue and Meridian Street, where we have dedicated lanes, are about 40% less than they were in the three years before Uh, the red line was constructed. So crashes down 40%. The number of severe crashes is down on both College Avenue and Meridian Street. And interestingly enough, the average traffic speed along those corridors went up a little bit. It actually went up two, three, four miles an hour on each of those corridors, which is directly the opposite of what many people believe would happen when we dedicate lanes.
0: We're talking to Jennifer Pierce. Jennifer is the interim CEO of Indigo. We're talking about uh, sort of the, the dedicated bus lanes and shared lanes, and and the and the fight in the legislature, uh, that's taking place right now. Uh, Jennifer, uh, what is the, what What is the response been of businesses along, uh, about, with respect to uh, those dedicated lanes? At first, we heard there was some opposition, and there were, there was an opposition. What's what's going on there? Help our audience out if you could.
1: Yeah, um, we've been talking, especially with the businesses in Irvington, but really across the line. And yes, you're exactly right. Some of the Irvington businesses were concerned initially. Um, We've been able to have some really constructive conversations with them, a couple of engineers, came out with me to Irvington a couple weeks ago, and we were able to just sit down and answer all of their questions. I think we have 15 or so folks show up and nothing was off the table. Um, We were able to clear up a lot of misconceptions. We were able to show them the design plans, talk through what improvements would exactly be, where we were doing drainage, where we were fixing pavement, where sidewalks were being constructed. Um, and I think we walked away just understanding each other a lot better after that. Um, as you know, several of the businesses have decided that they will no longer um, support Senate bill 52. And I, I give a lot of credit to those open honest conversations that they've all had with each other and with uh counselor, Andy Nielsen and, and our team as well.
0: Uh, in addition uh, to that, uh, one of the things too, uh, I know, uh, it passed out of the, 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 the Senate and is now in the House. Uh, I spoke to Jim Pressler uh, late last week, and he seemed sort of uh, he wasn't quite sure what was going to happen with that uh, legislation. Uh, what are you folks telling uh, lawmakers in, in, in the House of Representatives uh, about uh, sort of shared lanes and dedicated lanes?
1: Um, we really feel that dedicated lanes are crucial to the project, and we're also concerned about the moratorium that is part of the bill. Um, That adds a year and a half to our development, and we are very concerned about rising costs. I've got a study that Federal Highway put out recently um, that says that costs of projects, transportation projects, has increased nearly 54 percent in the last 10 quarters, And so as we move forward and spend another year and a half in project development waiting for moratorium to finish, we're very concerned about being able to complete the blue line as is. And as it relates to shared lanes, we're operating in shared lanes now. Uh, that is what the Route 8 is. The Route 8 is what will be replaced when the blue line comes, um, hopefully, uh, is constructed and operating. The Route 8 operates in shared lanes. And uh, I can tell you right now, it will take folks on the Route 8 about an hour to get from downtown to the airport. Once the blue line is in place, it'll take maybe 35 minutes. Oh. Um, it's just as
0: inefficient. Uh, Jennifer, uh, two quick questions before we wrap up our conversation. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, number one, it uh, seems that uh, missing this discussion has been sort of the economic development argument, is getting people uh, from the east side uh, to the west side where, where, where jobs are and, and that sort of thing. Uh, has Indigo done a good enough job sort of telling that economic development story?
1: Um, I guess I can't say whether we've done a good enough job, but we certainly rely upon our partners to collect that data. So the Chamber of Commerce um, development organizations along the line are collecting the data for us. We're very aware that uh, a number of big developments are going into place and are planned along Washington Street very clearly because of the blue line and you know having known we started designing this back in 2018 so developers have had a long time to know that this is happening and be prepared for it um, there's one development that 1820 ventures is doing called elevator hill uh, that's along the blue line and they're putting in 350 million dollars they're investing along the line in anticipation specifically of the blue line and without the blue line you know our understanding is, is they may not Proceed with that project. Um, it's very directly related to to the transit improvements along the line.
0: Uh, final question for you, Jennifer. Uh, one things I always hear people say is, "You know, I never see anybody on, on an Indigo bus. It's just a big waste of money. We could be, do cheaper with 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 with, uh, with sort of maybe sort of vans or 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 maybe SUVs." Uh, how is it, how is the ridership going?
1: Ridership is growing. I mean, there is no doubt that we were hurt by the pandemic. Every transit agency across the country was. Uh, But people are more and more coming into the office. Ridership is growing. We've got 6.7 million rides on our entire network last year, and that's up over the previous year. Red line exceeded a million rides last year, which we were super excited about as well. Um, I'll let you know, too, that the Purple Line has over a million rides. As is, and so we really are excited about the opportunity to provide improved service to attract this additional development. We're very confident that it will be needed and that will be used because it is needed and it's used right now.
0: All right. Well, our guest on the program today has been Jennifer Pierce, the interim uh, director of Indigo, Inter- interim president and CEO of Indigo. Uh, Jennifer, thank you very much for being with us. Always good to get uh, the information out uh, so folks can have an informed decision when they when they make their votes and have this conversation. So thank you once again.